Hello and welcome. This is Speaking from Water, episode 35. I'm with a legendary, a legendary surfer, skateboarder, motocross rider, all-around street fighter, professional MMA killer, Brennan Ward. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me, man. Dude, dude, so so epic to have you on the show today. Um, you you come you come to me with uh, extreme high regard. Everyone who's been uh, been speaking with me about like this interview is like, dude, this guy is a legendary legendary fella. He's like the 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 best. So um, thank you for taking the time out of your day. I know you're extremely busy right now. Um, what's happening? How are you doing in this moment? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just at work, you know, just grinding away. You know how it is, brother. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So our um, I want to start in the water if if we if we can, man. Like you've you've been doing so many extreme things in your life, but you're a surfer. What? How did you get into surfing? Um, surfing as a kid, a friend of mine, Zach, uh, Zach Zaneski. Uh, we we're real close family friends with those guys, and uh, I go on. I was probably um. Hey, can you hear me, by the way? I just switched to Bluetooth. You got yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, bro. You're here. You're coming in way clear. Oh, way fucking better. So, yeah, my phone's jacked up. Um, Yeah, no, I I probably, I was like 10, nah, maybe younger. Yeah, probably around 10 or so I started surfing. And, uh, yeah, it's off and running since then, you know? And and what uh like what what's your your uh, your dream wave? What what kind of waves are you are you liking uh yourself in? Dude, I really I love beach breaks. I love beach breaks. I dude, I try not to even surf anything but beach breaks. You know, um, my boy uh my boy Rob Jones, he owns a drift surf shop up in Rhode Island. He's uh, you know he's always surfing Point Judith uh, up in Gansett uh, area. He's always surfing Point Judith, the lighthouse, these mushy point breaks. Dude, I want fast beach breaks. You know, a couple pump, get up, pump, 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 jump, or pump, pump, pump. Like, try to, you know, try to, you know, like, pack the shore break, get a barrel, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, you're, the, the waves up in your region are like that. They're super punchy, super fast. Um, yeah, they're fast, man. Dude, we got fast. People sleep on New England, the Northeast. Like look at New Jersey a couple, you know, look at New Jersey a couple weeks ago, dude. That's that's every winter. The waves are the waves are gnarly here. It's crazy. Um, like those shore breaks, you know. Like when I was, I spent a lot of time in California surfing. You know, it's it's a lot different on the East Coast. A lot different, especially the Northeast. You know. Yeah. Um. Last week we start we we talked with uh with uh Garage uh, McCade and he and, and he was like. I want to get to to New Jersey. Like I was like, where in the world do you want to go? He's like, New Jersey. And I'm saying, wow, man, of all the places, like you guys are really getting your reps in right now across the globe. Um, tell me your 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 favorite spots up there. Like where where you know you're in Connecticut. You're born and raised in Connecticut. And I'm looking at the map, and it looks like you know there's a little there's like the Hamptons that are kind of covering up your your local beaches there. Where are the beaches you you go to when it's time to to shred? Yeah. So yeah. So I'm from New London. So like, which is you know southeastern Connecticut. We got like we're right we're right next to uh, I'm right next to Rhode Island. So you know that being said, you know when we like got our license and all that, you know 16, you know the closest spot for us was Misquamacare, right in Wesley, Rhode Island. And I still sir, I've been surfing the same spot there 
you know, since I was a kid, you know, it's close. It's like, you know, 20 minutes from my house. It's, it's, it's good. It's, and it's good. It's fun. And, you know, in and out, it's quick, man. You can get real quick, good sessions with beach breaks like that. Cause you're not paddling, you know, you catch a wave on a point, dude, I'll, I'll catch, you know, it is, you catch 10, 20 waves, you know, in, in a couple hours, you know, like good fun waves. Cause there's no paddle out time, you know, you're off the beach. Dude, you're fucking, you know, you're 40 yards off the beach and you're getting bombers, you know? Tell us a little bit about the surfing culture up there. It seems uh, it, it seems very close-knit and amongst a, a sea of uh, populace. Like, you guys have so many people up there, but your surfing community seems really tight-knit. Um, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, yeah, it's 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 pretty tight. It's, it's tight-knit, man. It's a small area, you know, like, Think about how big, like, say, I, I always, you know, I say California because that's, you know, the only other state I spent a significant amount of time in, you know, and, uh, but it's huge. Like, you know, like, like where I'm at and, you know, like out to, out to the Hamptons, like you're saying, Long Beach, you know, I got friends in Montauk, you know, every, like, like, you know who the good surfers are, you know, like, you know who they are around here. You know what I'm saying? And some of my boys are really good, you know, even guys, you know, I'm I'm gonna be 36 this year, and uh, but you know, I've been I've been you know like uh, I've been I've been going out to Montauk for a long time, been going out to Long Island, and so you know the good guys. You know, it's it's good, it's it's cool, man. It's good, it's nice because I can go out there. I can go, I can just call up my friends in Montauk and go out there. Hey, what's up? You know, and, and go surf for a while or or do whatever. It's it's good, man. It's a nice, tight, close close community, like you said. You know. And you've spent some time in California. What, what um, what kind of time do you spend there? How 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 did you like your surfing there? Were you were you training? Uh, what was that that situation like? I mean, I was supposed to be doing a lot more training than I was doing, but I was just kind of surfing and, you know, partying a little bit back. This is in my old days, you know. Uh, but yeah, you know, I was in Huntington Beach, so, um, you know, a lot different than the East Coast. I'll never like I was on the uh, the uh, the north side of the pier one of my first times surfing out there and I caught, it was a long mushy wave, but dude, this thing, like I'm pumping, cutting back, pumping the, it like reformed on the end. It was, it's, it's different. You know, we don't have waves like that back home. You know, it's fast here. It's fast. You gotta be fast to your feet. You gotta be fast down the line. You know, it's a hustle. You gotta hustle. Dude, that's why I think, you know, so you got a kid like bottom stack. Look how good he's been doing on the North shore. Like, look how good he does that pipeline. I'm not saying, that what we have is 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 gnarly as pipeline, but there's it, dude. There's there are these are consequential waves that we have around here in the winter time. That's why a kid like Bal, he's from New York, he's from Long Beach. That kid's having success in Hawaii. You know, not these gnarly, not these point breaks. He's not doing. He's not doing. You know, I'm sure he'll he'll do well anyways. But that's not where he's shining. He's shining at pipeline because that's that's how you have to surf here too. That's how you have to surf. Like you surf pipe, get to your feet and get down the line and get in that barrel. You're going to get, you're going to get slammed. That's how it is here too. You know? Yeah. Super quick to the feet and just pitching, just heaving waves. So you, you also have a guy out your way, uh, Will Scudin who, who does, you know, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. he's towing all over the world. I remember running to him. Uh, he was super young. Uh, this is 2006 and he's sitting just studying, uh, sunset, sunset beach and ever since then he's just been killing it so you guys you guys definitely have have the people yeah for sure there's there's a lot there's countless there's a lot a lot a lot of guys 
A lot of guys from New Jersey, all, dude, up through New England. There's a lot of good guys, you know. So uh, the the Hui is one of your main sponsors. They've been with you for a long time. Tell me a bit about how you formed that relationship uh, with, with that with that team out there, because because they are hard, heavy, and um, and they go along with your ethos too. Like you guys are like two puzzle pieces, but you're on the East Coast. They're in Hawaii. How did you get up with the Godfather Eddie and uh, Eddie Rothman, and what what's the nature of your relationship? Yeah, so um, I got linked up with them through Dave Thomas, who's like uh, he he's my manager, you know, TNT management, and uh, but he's like a brother, father, uh, you know, friend, all combined, all twisted into one. So he was he's real tight with you know with Eddie Rothman out there. So I was introduced to them, you know, through Dave. Then, like you said, man, like the MMA culture and the surfing culture, you know, especially on the North Shore, it's it's hardcore. So it's like it's like you know, real recognized, real type deal where they're like, all right, this guy surfs, this guy fights hard, then, and he's cool and he's down with us, and you know, uh, yeah, the, you know, like um, it's more of like a friendship than uh, than a sponsorship. You, you know what I mean? I just I rep those guys because I love what they stand for. They like what I stand for. And it's just a good. you got me yeah you broke up for a second sorry brother no worries you 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 were you were saying uh, they know what you stand for and you know what they stand for yeah so like i said it's like you know um it's it's almost more of like a friendship than than a than a sponsorship. Of course, I got their logos on on my shit. You know, they're you know always sending me gear. You know, it's it's great. It's good, man. It's good. I'm proud as hell to, you know, to be you know welcome to represent that company. You, you know what I'm saying? So, stick. And you're also on the monster team. And I've I've heard that that they they were really helpful with you during your hard times. Tell us a little, a little bit about the people at Monster and and how uh, how how the, the love you have for them. Yeah, I mean, I I you know uh, I could talk all day about my relationship with Monster, you know, and uh, um, you know, and Hans Mullenkamp, you know, and and uh, and Cody Dresser and those guys, you know, they just it's more it's you know. To me, you know, having like being being on a team like that with that cat with those caliber of not only MMA athletes, but these are world class. You know, dude, I like man. So I I I happen to be good at MMA. I can make a you know I can make some money fighting, but you know, these are some of the best athletes in the world. The skateboarders, the snowboarders, the surfers. You know, the motocross guys. I mean, it, it is so to be a part of that brand to me. It's like my whole life. It's like my. It's like it like embodies my. That brand embodies my life. You know, I do all that, and I get to be associated with elite company, like through like across the board. Like I'm, like I'm, you know, I'm on the same brand as Nigel Houston. You know what I'm saying? Sven Torsen. You know, like some of the best dudes in the world. You know, all across the board. Fucking Strickland. You know, look at the team. Look at the guys that are on that brand. I take. I take a lot of pride in being on this team. A lot of pride, you know. So 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 hard, and the the love is is deep. Um, I wanna I wanna go to to the the ethos of of your culture. Your dad is a um, he's a fighter himself. He he had the gym at an early 
age. You you started going there as a kid, seeing the boxing. Um, how did that affect your early your early years? And um, what was that like? I mean, I was never super super into fighting or boxing. Um, I did. I started doing judo real young. Um, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure it's. I'm sure the history's out there. You know, I started doing judo young. I started. I started wrestling young. I always messed around boxing, like nothing serious. Um, you know, I had some. I. I was. I have. I have an amateur record. You know, um, I had some amateur fights, but uh, yeah, my dad. I mean, it was. You know, he had like he. It, it wasn't just a boxing gym. He'd have like you know, like my dad. He had like the hardcore, like the strong men were in his old gyms. All like the hardcore late like weightlifters. You know, eighties, nineties. Dudes, jack strong mofos were in that gym. So nasty boxers were in that gym. So I kind of just came up. He wasn't like, oh, you're gonna be a boxer, son. Like, it was like, yo, like I I grew up hanging out around the gym, hanging out around dudes that did that. So it wasn't like this. I don't. It was always like at my disposal. So like I never like I didn't take to it super competitively. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But it was just. It was like something I did. It was just like another part, like a regular part of my day. You know, go to the gym after work, go to the gym before school, go to the gym after school, hang out. You know, it's, you know, he wasn't pushy. My dad was not pushy. Whatever we wanted to do, he he had our back, you know, whatever we wanted. He wouldn't push us to do anything, you know. That's some great, great parenting advice in general. Uh, and you, you, you know, we talked about the surfing, but you're also a really accomplished skateboarder. You can skateboard well. You also, I've heard, uh, played all the sports. You played baseball. Uh, what, like, how, how was that then? You focused on these things. How, how did you, how did you become so proficient? And then, and then what got you into the, into the fighting? What then got you into the, the college wrestling? I mean, Dude, we like in my family, like you, like you played sports, like you played a sport every season. That's just like what we did, you know. Uh, that's how you know, it's more my mom than my dad, honestly. You know, and people who know me know that people who know my family know that that you know, my mom was the one that kind of steered us into like more like the organized sports, you know. And we're just good, you know. We got we got that. I'm not like boasting or bragging, I'm just calling it like it is. Like, like we have that athletic gene in my family, like my. My sisters are phenomenal athletes, you know, but my older sister is a great soccer player. My younger sister is just kind of ducked into like the hall of fame of our, she's, my sister's like one of the best softball players to ever come out of probably the best to come out of our area. You know what I mean? And, uh, and um, yeah, so like sports is what we did and my friends played sports and we rode BMX and we skated and dude, we were busy. We were so busy. And I, I think that's just kind of how, that was just normal to us growing up, man. You'd have baseball practice. You'd come home. Then we'd get on the bikes and go on the BMX bikes and build, and build, you know, dirt, dirt jump, dirt tracks. Dude, we had like legit dirt tracks in the woods. Like if you pull up on it, you'd be like, what, the, what, what is this? Like, dude, like, and that's just like, oh yeah. Like that's our new whoop section over there. Try it. Like that's just what we did when we were kids, man. We, we did it all. We did it all. And, uh, I, I, it's, I guess it's good now because there's not a sport besides, I'm not good. Basketball is like the sport. I can't, I can't even fake it. I don't have, I don't got that basketball, but every other sport, man, like I like to like joke around and break balls. Like I'm the best all around athlete in MMA. Like, like there's, if you gave us like the, if you gave us like 10 events, 10 sporting events, I guarantee you I'm winning the, the all around. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. 
Yeah, dude. Like, like I was thinking, I was like, there's probably not a better surfer MMA fighter in the whole thing. And, uh, and that's why I was like dying to get you on the show. So, so thank you for joining us again. Um, your, your, your youth, man, like the, the your street fighting was another thing that kind of captivated me doing, doing the research, like, like street fighting and organized fighting seem like two, two sides, two different coins. One, you know, what's going to happen. And then the other is like spontaneous. Um, you've also said you've gotten yeah. into, you, you, you can't remember most of the street fights because you've been into so many. So like, like how, how do the, how do those two worlds uh, collide? Yeah. I mean, dude, I, there was a time, there was like, I would say from the time I was like, like, I don't know, maybe 16 to, I don't know, probably like when I started drinking, it's like really partying. We were like probably 16 to like 20, to, until I turned pro fighting. So there was like four or five years, six years there, maybe longer. Oh man, yes. There was probably six, seven years, man, where we just drank and fought. That's like what we did. We would go out. We wouldn't even like look for girls. We would like go out and just like look to fight. I, I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, Cause I'm not like a mean dude, you know, like, I don't know. We just, we would drink and we would fight. And uh, so are these like rival crews, are they like rival crews? No, oh, dude, I was small, man. I was, I was really small. Oh shit. Where am I? What that was it. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, hold up. I got you back. Yeah. So no, I was a small kid. Um, you know, when I was in high school and like my early twenties, dude, I was small. So, you know, here I am. I'd be like talking shit and like some big dude would be like, fuck out of here. I'd be like, what's up, man? You know, and they, they're like, all right, I'm going to beat this little kid up real quick. And then I would just, I would just, I'd throttle him. I'm like, dude, I got no fight. One, not even a fight. I just blast doubled. So, dude, we're in Boston. I was in college. We like drove down. To, and we were gnarly. We would just get in my truck and on the week I was going to school in Vermont. We would just pile into my Durango and like just like go to a random city and just like rage in the city and like sleep in the Durango. We were just, dude, we were sick with it, man. Kids don't get down the way that we used to get down. I'm, like it's like doesn't exist anymore. But uh, we're in Boston, man. Now we're like 18, 19, and uh, obviously no IDs. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and like, we're trying to get in this club anyways. And the line is out the fucking door into the street. And the bouncer's like, get this. So I'm trying to like jump the thing. And this bouncer like comes out in the street. This guy was like, probably, I'm not kidding, six, eight, but three, so like 350, huge. Dude, I wrestled 149 my freshman. I was a freshman in college. Dude, I blast doubled this guy onto his back, like in front of a hundred people in line. And everyone's like, yeah. And I was like, woo, woo. Like, it was like, just shit like that, man. It was. Dude, I got stories like that for fucking days, man. Like days. I just remembered that, like two, like while we started talking. You know what I mean? Oh, Crazy. dude, dude. So, so do experiences like that? Do they build up? And then your first fight, you, you're, you're, you know, at the end of your college career wrestling, you, 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 you sign with uh, Bellator. Uh, how, how was that first fight with, with all these? Um, you know, outside the ring kind of experiences. Like, do you come with a certain level of, uh, of, uh, oh, dude, I didn't care. Yo, I didn't give a fuck back then. It was different. Dude, kids are so serious now. Like, I'm seeing all these kids from like my area, like, you know, New England, I call my area New England, you know, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, you know, New York, and whatever. Uh, they're so like dialed in. They're like, like, you would think they were, like, in the UFC, like, already. Like, how serious. Dude, we – I was, like, fighting in college, like, for, for like, just for money. 
I, we didn't fucking train. Like, we didn't really train. We'd just go spar and then, like, show up with your boys to corner you. It, like, it wasn't – I don't know, man. We, we were just different. We are just gnarly. We were just, we were just gnarly. Dudes are so – everyone's so serious. But, yo, and, like, I, I don't know. I'm not going to shit on people, but – because that's your life. To each his own. You know, to each his own. That was just never my style. I just – I stayed true to who I was. I really did. And I really have all these years. I've stayed true to who I am. And, like, I am who I am. You can love me or you can hate me. You know, obviously, man, I, I'm still doing well. I still, like, I'm in good company. You know, I, I uh, you know, like, nobody can tell you I'm, like, a dickhead. But I'm, I'm kind of, dude, I'm, like, I'm rugged, dude. I just used to fight whenever. No training camp, full training camp. I didn't care. I would just scrap. So when I was in college, I'd be like, yeah fighting on CES, fighting on the regional circuit, Bellator calls. I'm like, I'm like, how much? How much? Six grand. Dude, I got, I got six grand for my first fight in Bellator. I was still in college. What, 2011, 2012, whatever it was. Dude, six Gs to a college kid. I was like, yo, this is it. Yo, we rich forever, dog. We made it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? What, what, what did you what do when brand, you first yo, got that check? Dude, dude, I bought, yo, ask my, boy, yo, I, dude. I, I'll call my boys right now, the, the Gorilla Brothers, man. I rolled into the snowboard shop, and I actually still have the snowboard. I rode it yesterday at a, at a, a local mountain right by my house. Uh, I brought a brand-new, like, snowboarding setup, dude, brand-new surfboard. I just – dude, I fucking blew it, like, in a couple weeks. And, you know what I'm saying? I bought – dude, because I had ragtag gear. You know, it's not that, like, I couldn't, like, afford gear. Like, my family couldn't afford gear. But my mom's like, that board's still good. You're riding that fucking board. I'm like, ma, like – had this board for like 10 seasons she'd like buy him tall so like i could grow into the board you know what i'm saying dude as soon as i had dough like that boom brand new canoe wait right here this is the board this is the board yeah right here i bought this board right here with my first bellator check what what hell yeah yo that board yo these fucking but look at there's a skateboard truck attached to it right now what are the Bro, chances dude. you know what i'm saying yeah. That's that shit right there. You know, you know how I get down, G. Dude, dude. So, so are you born this way, or do you do you learn this in your environment, or is it a combination? You know, this is a nature nurture question. I want to I want to get to the heart because, dude, it seems like everything you get into, you're super extreme. You're like the extremist. Yeah, um, I it's nature. It's in my nature. Um, it's in my nature. I don't know, dude, but my mom was so hardcore. Like, so, oh, is this my job? Uh, fucking guy. Um, hey, can I answer a call real quick? Yeah, no? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, take it, take it, take it. I, I, I'm holding. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold up. I'm just going to text this fool. Be like, dude, I, I'm on the phone. Yeah, yeah, dude. Do what you need to do. All right, he'll, uh, he's, uh, he'll, he'll figure it out. That's my, uh, oh my God. And, and why, why we have this, uh, this moment here, how, how many minutes do we have? Cause it, it looks like you're at work. So I don't want to like, hold up, hold up. Check, check. Check, check, check. Yeah. Now we got you. You're back. You're back. You're back. You got me. Now I got you. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what we were saying about the, being extreme. My mom was hardcore, dude. Like, 
My mom's a nasty, nasty skier. She was like really good. She's still good. She's 65. She can rip still. Her knees are a little, are a little messed up. But so like when we were kids, bro, like we'd show up at the mountain. If it was raining out, yo, we wore like garbage bags, dude. Like we used skied. Like you're going to soccer practice. You're going, you're getting on this. You're going like, oh, I'm a little sick. You're going to judo. Like she was hardcore. Like, like, uh, like camping, dude, like she had us on the go all the time. So that's, I think it's, I think it's in my nature and, and we learned that from, uh, from my, my, my parents, you know what I mean? Yes. And, and so, how many, how many brothers and sisters do you have or family or siblings? Uh, a younger sister, um, younger sister, older sister. And your mom was was the stay at home mom who like kept you all no, all under wraps. No, dude. No, no my mom worked. worked. My, my mom, my mom was a gym teacher. My mom was a phys ed teacher. Yo, we were in daycare, dude. We were daycare kids, ripping it up, hanging out with the older kids, dude. I got my teeth. I got well, these are smashed out again. I got another set of teeth smashed out on the swings. Like, dude, I used to follow the older kids up to the tree forts. We were daycare kids, man. Like, my mom's going back to work. Like, yo, my dad worked fucking sometimes 12 hours a day seven days a week my mom was a full-time work dude it was like business my house was gnarly my house was gnarly but yo i credit the way i was brought up to why i'm still like on the scene at 36 years old dude i'm still hanging with the young bucks after i did drugs for like 10 years and went to jail and went to rehab honor times had some kids came back dude i'm a full-time welder construction worker look at my shit and i'm still on the scene because dude i'm like a hardcore guy that's why, yo, like, I always have a job. I'm always working. Dudes are hitting me up. Hey, man, is there work right now? I'm like, yo, there's work if you're a fuck, if you're a beast, but you're a fucking pussy. So, no, there's no work for you. Like, you got to just, you got to be, yo, you got you, you to be about it in every sense. You got to just be about it. That's why Bellator, like, man, <laughs> like, if, like, the dirty secrets, not the dirty secrets, but, like, if my real, like, how many times I pulled out of fights and, like, didn't perform well and, like, fucking came up like dude i they were probably like this fucking kid you know like dude oh and they signed me back like yo because they know i'm coming with it dude i'm I'm, you're not gonna get you you know what you're getting man you're you're you gotta have a dude like me around you gotta have a guy like me you know i hate to say it but you do you know yeah and just for some context for the listeners out there who who don't know your story like like you you right now are on a massive comeback and and to you it's well known throughout the the media who those who know you you went through the gates of hell you went through hell you you had a uh you started you know sampling the uh, opioids in late in college and then through your career you were on it and then it, it hit the skids in 2017 um like like my question here is how did you fight at such a high level while while on the dope? I mean, again, again, just because I'm, you know, fucking hardcore shit, dude. Like, I didn't care. It didn't, it didn't phase me. I didn't care that I was fucked up on dope. I'm like, yo, whatever. We're fighting anyways. It's just what I do. Get high and fight. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, man. I got that. I don't, I, and I really haven't met too many other people like me. You know what I'm saying? That just don't, you know, and I, I, and I, and I, and I, I have found a couple, not as extreme as me and not in maybe my exact world, but like, like, like these two kids I work for these two brothers, you know, I always talk, I'm always breaking balls about Albert on my Instagram. You know, he's, you know, 
Um, they're the owners of my company. They're young kids, dude. You know, it's a big family company or a small family company. I said, but we're a union company. And, uh, dude, they're hardcore. They're fucking, no matter what the job is, like, you should see some shit I just fucking welded up at the shop. Like, because they come up with crazy ideas and they just do it. Like, get it done. We get shit done, man. And I'm attracted to people who are like, fuck it, this is going to suck, but let's go, let's go do it. Like, yeah, fighting on dope. And being you know, having a, a habit was shitty, but it just it was just what you do. I had to do it. You know, I don't know, man. It's it's in my nature, I, I suppose. You know, when when you were at the depths of your shit, and then you were coming out of it, did getting into like were you already a welder, or did the welding find you afterwards? When, when did the the hard work I mean, ethic I was, come? Well, I was fucked up. I was I was fucked up uh, the whole time. I was doing everything. I bet I was fucked up for like. You know, 10, 12 years. So anything I was doing in those 10, 12 years, I was doing fucked up. You know, so yeah. I mean, yo, work was honestly a place for me to hide and get more fucked up when I was welding. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was a better place because I'm at work, especially if I was on a job where I was working 12 hours, 10, 12 hours a day. Dude, you, that's, it, you could, like, hide. No one cares. No one cares. As long as you're not hurting people or getting hurt, hey, man, you can slide, you can fly under the radar. You know, so yeah. So, so what? what when did you, you? There was a period when you were only fighting and not working. When did you start working and getting in into the work culture? When I was what? There was a time when I was what? You 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 were only training for a period, I believe, and then then you got into the work culture. When was that 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 transition? I probably, I probably just trained for like, I don't know, maybe tw- uh, probably, probably, probably 2014, yeah, probably 2014, 15, probably for like three years, you know what I'm saying? I just trained. I can't believe I went that long just training because I wasn't even training. I, like, I wasn't, I was just partying, you know, I was just fucking part. I was just up to no good. In those three years, man, and uh, probably, you know, and I got serious about my job when I was like, when I was gonna quit fighting, you know, I got real serious. I probably got real serious about work like in 2016 ish, you know, um, you know, because I didn't want to fight anymore, and 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 I, I I'm not gonna get crazy into it because I'll talk forever about it, but uh, you know, it was one of those things where I should have just been. I wanted to fight. I wanted to train. I wanted to be the fighter and I wanted to live that life, but, um, I couldn't do it because I was, I was too high and I was, and I was so wrapped up in that life that I was just like, I don't want to fight anymore. I'm quitting. I'm just going to go back to work. It was just easier for me to do drugs and work than it was for me to get clean and train. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I probably could have, you know, people are like, Oh man, if you never fell off, imagine what you could have done. I'm like, yeah, probably. Like maybe, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? Who knows, dude? It's that's just a crazy sport. You know, I it could have done me. I, I could have done better. It could have done worse. But it is what it is, man. I ain't looking back. You know, I'm good now. You know, better later than never. And I'm in good shape still, man. I'm still fast. I'm still strong. I'm still explosive. You know, I I think I got shit. I'm 30. I'll be 36. You know, in the summertime, I got probably three, four. I got three, four years left. All, like before I even start slowing down. You know? Yeah, and and watching the fights from the previous twelve months, man, you're 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 you seem as powerful as you did back from the old tape. 
what what how do you feel right now what what is uh what is your body like at, at this age do you feel smarter are you where are you at yeah i mean yo it's no secret now that i i tore my bicep tendon and um um in the ucl ligament in my elbow before i fought logan like before that last but three weeks before the fight i tore my shit and uh it was too late to pull out i'm not gonna fucking bag the main event like that no way um I ain't do. I wasn't gonna do that to Bellator. I wasn't gonna do that to myself, not to Logan. Like, I already taken two months off of work, so I fought anyways. And uh, it, it, you know, it got it got it got a little worse out there, obviously. Um, but it's healing up, man. And I'm ready to start a fight camp. You know, I'm pretty much. I'm I'm I, I work out before work. I train a couple of days after work. My job itself is super physical. I'm in good shape, man. I'm ready to start. You know, I'm I'm ready to start. Um. Um, I'm waiting for a date. I almost got on February. I almost got on a card in February, but you know, we, I don't know how much I can divulge about that stuff. Uh, so, uh, yeah. 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 No need to say anything. You don't, right. you don't need oh. to say. Yeah. 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 So what, where, what is the, the, the elbow like, like how, how, how's the healing coming? It's good. I'm good to go. I'm like, I'm good. I'm ready to heal up. So I'm ready to rock. I'm back to a hundred. I'm back to a hundred percent. Pretty what's close your, to it. What's your day like? Like you wake up, you go to the gym. What's your what's your kind of uh, schedule? Just wake up, go to the gym, go to work, come home, get bombarded by the kids, hang out, and then go train again some nights. You know what I'm saying? That's it's dude. It's hectic, hectic. But it's kind of what keeps me on the straight and arrow. So it's all good, you know? Now, your it's job is – you've said your job is so physical, it's almost like training in itself. Are, are your um, – is your camp life uh, more, more uh, I guess, guided, or do you view them as kind of like the same thing? What, if I'm training for a fight? Well, like, like your if camp. I, like what's a camp a look like? Like, say I was going to fight in March. Let's just say March, for example. Like, I'll stop working two months out from the fight and just train. You know what I mean? Like, I won't I won't work in construction. You know, I'll take a, I'll take some time off from the job, and I'll just concentrate on uh, concentrate on beating whoever I got to beat, you know? And and how, what do you do in your brain to do that? Like, are, are you kind of just like, whoever they bring at me, I'm going to – I'm going to bring the, the pain or how uh, do you yeah, analyze yeah, same, the fighter? Nope. 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 Same game plan. I just go out fast and hard, fast and hard. Try to finish, you know, now it doesn't matter who it is. And, and your style is, is that you, you come with so much power with your, with your hands and you're fast um, and your background from the beginning was wrestling how do the two combo and what what do you like more i mean i like to stand and bang that's like my thing you know i that's what that's uh i'm a crowd pleaser too you know uh i want to put on a show uh sometimes putting on a show means more to me than winning you know um yeah so i mean i can wrestle i can wrestle like my last fight if my elbow was straight i i don't think i was getting taken down by that kid um, I would love to fight him again. I would. I don't think it's gonna happen though. 
I don't think I'll ever fight that kid again, but I would love to. I just don't think it's going to line up. I think um, now that we're under the PFL, I think they're going to – he's going to start having some issues. You know what I mean? And now what, what does that uh, mean? What does that mean exactly? Uh, like he, he was in Maritime before I knocked him out. You know, um, he's a great kid. Great, unbelievable wrestler. Un unbelievable. You're talking you know, about Logan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, Logan. Yep. Talking about Logan. So and and the fight before that was was with um what what was his name? Uh Homosi, right? Yeah. Yep. All right, going into that fight, you must have been just on another level of mentality because you're you're clean, you're coming out of, of it, and yeah. it's on yeah, it's on CBS. Into, like I was like, into that fight. I was into it. And it and it showed. Like, like tell us about that fight. Tell us how you how you were going into that and contrast it. You know, it was just a lot. It was a big fight, man. It was a big fight. The CBS thing was a big deal. And uh it was a it was a big card. And um it was just a it was a major and I had it was like my first big fight back. And uh you know, everything was going right. And I was really I'm a I'm I'm a mental guy. I gotta be into it. Like with the with the with the Logan fight, I had a couple other things going on too in my life, and um, I I wasn't into it. I wasn't into it the whole the whole time, even before I got hurt. I just wasn't into it. I did like a long kind of weird camp, you know. Um, uh, I had a brand new baby. My baby was just born. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I had two little teeny kids. It was hard. I really what I had a lot of the shit going. I was stressed out in a lot of the areas of my life, and uh, and it showed. You know, right now, I got the same feeling I had before I fought Sabah, where I'm, like, really into it. And Sabah, it was a fight where I was like, you know what? Win or lose, I'm going to go out there, have fun, and, and throw down with this dude. With Logan, and it was like a toss-up with Sabah, because we had the same style. I'm like, yo, he could knock me out, or I could knock him out. Like, it's not – with Logan, I put a lot of pressure on myself, too, and I wasn't even – Cause I, I was like, there's no way I'm losing to this guy. I cannot lose to to a guy with hands like that. I, I can't. I, I'm I'm not gonna do it. So I put a lot of pressure on myself. He was the number one contender. I was like, dude, if I beat him, I'll get a title shot. And I didn't really want a title shot. I don't know. I was in a weird place. But now I'm back. Like, dude, I'm ready to I'm ready to go. Like my next fight is gonna be. I guarantee it is gonna be so nasty, nasty. And. How much of a, of a control do you as the fighter have about that? Or do they just come to you? Are, are you – how how does this world work? Yeah, a little, a little – it's it, it's different. It's different. Once again, it's like I, I have a different relationship with Bellator than a lot of guys have, um, you know. And, uh, yeah, they're good. They're, they're real good to me. And um, so sometimes I got some say and sometimes I don't, you know. And – and do you watch these people that are so-called ranked ahead of you, or are, are you just ready to get one of them? You're you're just doing you do you. Doing me, doing me. I'm not changing now, bro. I'm not changing now. You know, I'm not changing now. In, in the past, bro. you you said um, you said your trip to Japan was one of the highlights of your career. Um, do you still say that, or would you say your CBS uh, debut a couple months uh, a year ago would be higher than that? Nah, dude. I think Japan, Japan's gonna have it. Japan's gonna top it forever. Japan is it for that Ryzen fight? 
that's like the number one moment like forever in my career. Unless something else, I I I can't see anything else being that crazy. Like Ryzen's first fight back, Ryzen won New Year's Eve, Tokyo, like ah uh, the Saitama Super Arena. Like dude, give me a break. It still doesn't feel like I did that. You know what I mean? Can you bring us there? Can you tell us uh, a little story about that trip? Oh man, I mean, I was at a bet. I was, dude. I was, I was, I was in rough shape that trip, so there was nothing really good about it. Uh, besides that, I won. You know. Um, well, how how do I, you? That's that. That's my mystery. Like, how do you win? You're you. You've said that you're almost out. You're you're almost begging for the ref to 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 call it, and then you rose up out of out, out of nowhere like you're dope sick. Like how, how did you do yeah. that? Yeah. Well, so I had fought like eight weeks before that, like literally eight weeks before I fought like on Halloween or like the day, I don't know. It was very, it was like seven or eight or nine weeks before new year's Eve. You just look at your calendar and you could, you'll know like close. And uh, so like I was kind of scheduled, I think I was scheduled to fight in rising before I fought at, on around Halloween. And um, I got cut real bad. So it was like on the fence if I was going to fight and then like the fight was off and it was on and it was off and I was just like partying, dude. Like I do after every fight or I did after every fight, you know, doing perks, drinking, doing perks and drinking. And uh, my manager's like, no, it's on, dude. Like you're gone. Like it, we're gone. I'm like, all right, next week I'm going to get serious. All right, next week I'm going to get serious. And then it was like three weeks out and I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm not stopping now. I was like, I'm just going to, you know, just run this thing right to Tokyo. bring a bunch of drugs with me and we'll be good. And and then uh, on Christmas Day, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go over there. My, I was like, I, I was with a really good friend of mine. I was like, let me not, I'm one of a good friend and coach. And um, I was like, let me see if I, and I, you know, I wasn't, I was only back on guys who know opiates. You know, I was only back on for, I don't know, like heavy, heavy for like a month or so. So long enough to not feel good, I'll tell you that. Long enough to not feel good. But I wasn't like, you know, crazy, crazy. I've been way worse. Well, obviously, way worse. But yeah, it was just, it was, it was terrible. And the worst part about that is the mental, is like that depression and like the anxiety coming off those fucking opiates. So I was off for like, I don't know, five, five or six days, you know, before New Year's Eve. And it was just, it was terrible, man. It was terrible. And uh, yeah, I was getting kneed in the head on the ground. And I was kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. I can't, I can't even, I can't lie to you. I don't remember why I didn't get stopped or what, dude. It was that whole trip's a blur. I had bad concussions. You know what I mean? But on paper, it was a good trip. You know what I'm saying? So talking about concussions and, and damage to the head, I, I'm, you know, I'm not a fighter, I've, but I've secured a few head blows in my uh, in my day, and I remember every one of them. And I'm watching you out there, dude. Like, how how do you do it? How 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 does your head handle it? Well, man, I don't know, dude. It's just what we do. I, I try not to think about it too much. I guess, you know, I dev. I mean, I I and I don't want to get too deep into that either, you know, because I'm so actively fighting. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, cool. concussions. Yeah, yeah, concussions are no good, dude. Got to be careful. You know, I train a lot different now. We used to train. We used to spar hard, hard, hard. When I first like 2010, 2011, 2012, when we were first getting into it, dude. It, we we sparred 
hardcore. Well, fuck, way long ago than that. When my dad had the gym down on Bank Street. Yeah, it's so it was hard sparring. We don't spar that hard anymore. You know, you try not to you try to sustain as little head blows as possible these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I only absolutely. got so I only got so many left, you know? Like a cat with nine lives, dude. But I don't know how many more blows I can take. You know? Yes. And so so how is your season looking ahead? Like are you um what 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 can we what can we uh we see here in the future? Like when's the next fight? You do you know or I'll be fighting soon. I'll be I don't know yet, but I know I'll be fighting soon. I'll be fighting by I would say like March or April. I can't see it being as far away as May. I, I I'm hoping March. I'm hoping the end of March. I'm hoping like eight, nine weeks out. Like I'm ready to bust into a camp right now. I'm ready to bust into a camp. I'm ready to go. It's time to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm not getting any younger. Like my my elbows, my elbows good. I'm ready to fight, dude. It's time to fight. It's what it's what the fuck it is. It's time to take some time off of work and fight. You know, I'm getting itchy. You know, I'm ready to fight, dude. And they know, and I know that Bellator and PFL. They're like, all right, let's get them on the card. Yeah, let's get them on a card. Get me on a card because you know what's you know, you know. Throwing down. So. And. And how how can you not just jump to the to the UFC or are you under like a a Bellator uh, contract? How does that how does that play? So I got one more fight left on my contract. Um, technically, I guess it's with PFL now. You know, since we got bought, but uh, I have one more. I got one more fight, and then whatever happens after that fight, you know, I can either stay with them or go wherever. But honestly, dude, I I I would love to not go anywhere. I love Bellator. I you know I I'm. That whole when they sold to PFL, I was you know very bittersweet because Bellator they've been so good to me, so good to me. Has, I wouldn't has, if I had it my way, I I fight for Bellator forever. Dude. I had never really had an interest in going to the UFC. You know, it's too serious over there. And and being too good serious. to you, being good to you, what does that mean exactly? Oh man, like I said, dude, like more more th- like this. It's just a great. It's just a, a good relationship. A good relationship, treat, treating the way they treat me, the um, a lot, dude. There's not, I don't have a bad thing to say about them. I've never had a bad experience ever, you know. And I'm very close to a lot of the higher ups. Like, I'm real close, you know. It's like it's like a it's like family to me, man. I, I've been with them so long, you know. They they I, I get treated like family, you know. I get treated a little bit different, you know. And they do that for their guys who stuck with them. I started with them. I didn't go nowhere. You know, so you you your your working life is like like a backbone of of your of, of your life. Like, w- tell us a little about working culture up in the Northeast with what you do, your your people, uh, and and what it is that you guys do. Oh man, <laughs> so I'm a union. Car- I'm in the Carpenters Union, but um, I'm a steel worker. I, I work with steel. You know, I do, like, I'm a welder. Um, um, and we do all kinds of stuff, man. We do dock work. We build docks. You know, we, we uh, um, like, a lot of shoring, different shoring systems, and a lot of stuff that people wouldn't even, if I started using the terminology, people wouldn't even know what I was talking about. You know, we build bridges. We build bridges, like, infrastructure. We do infrastructure. That's what I'm in. Like, heavy, 
heavy structural, the infrastructure of this company, I mean, of this country is what we, is what I do. You know, we do, we do, we're not out framing houses. You know, we're, we're doing big, we're doing big boy shit, you know, big boy shit. Cranes, I work with cranes every day, work with giant drill rigs, dude. Shit that'll kill you. Gotta be so careful. Everyone, you gotta be, you gotta be good. You gotta be safe. It's serious shit what I do, like real serious. Like people die doing what I do, like on the regular, you know? And what's so. the culture, what's the culture like? Between you, you guys. Hard, dude. Hardcore. Hardcore. These are hardcore people. This is like cancer. This is like far right people. You know what I'm saying? Like far right. Like, yo. Like if you were like, like some of these young apprentices that are on the job scattered around, dude, they, like the way that guys talk, like this is how guys talked, like how, how you remember when you were a kid. 80s, 90s. These dudes are stuck in the 70s, 80s, 90s, dude. Like. It's fucking there's you know it's hardcore there's no there's no protecting your feelings you're getting yelled at you're yelling at people there's fights you know what i'm saying it's dude it's dirty it's cold gritty dude it was it's it was it was 12 degrees this morning everyone's bundled up and fucking miserable and fucking walking around smoking cigarettes fuck you looking at like that's what it is dude it's fucking gnarly like you get smacked right in your head if you're talking shit to someone you know like, hey, man. But I, lo- I love it. I love. I fit right in. I fit right in. <laughs> yeah. So it takes definitely a certain type. Are, do you guys have a hard time like getting new recruits, or uh, or is it? Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's hard to find dudes that are good that want to do this. It's just, dude. Like I would if I didn't know anything about construction or anything about anything like that. I would like drive by like what like one of my job sites and be like. What the f- what the fuck are those guys doing, dude? Like, dirt. Like we're like, fucking. We got. I mean, yo, the, the the amount of equipment that we that we got going. We got massive generators, massive air compressors. We got welding machines. We got excavators. We got drill rigs spinning, grout plants firing grout. Fucking turn on the water. Like fucking huge water tanks. We gotta keep full. There's so many moving parts to what we do. It's so hectic and like dirty and rugged. Dude, we've had guys we've had guys show up and leave like an hour later like nah man this ain't for me this ain't for me this ain't it this ain't it man. <laughs> oh fuck but so you're, i don't you're know in... anything else i want to know anything else this is my shit right here yeah you're in the you're in the union like it takes uh it yeah. takes time to get into the union right like you just don't show up and you're in the union yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so no no scrubs need apply you know what i'm saying Dude, we get you know, we make a good living. We make good money. You you support your family. All, all my all my boys, dude, we all do. We all own nice houses. We all got nice shit. Like we yo, we make good money. We're proud of what we do. Cuz we're like the we're like the like look what I'm wearing right now, dude. Like look at my dirty gritty ass shit. I'm all ripped up, dude. Burn stains everywhere. Yo, and like people will will like see us. Like I'm outside of Moe's right now, about to get a burrito. I'll walk in here you, you know, you got people, you got like the business people, they're looking at us, they look at us sideways, like, look at these dirty guys, like, no, dude, no, like, no, you got us twisted, like, we're, we're with it, like, we, we have a good life, we got good benefits, we make good, dirty hands, clean money, that's what we say, dirty hands, clean money, and we're proud to rock it like that, we're proud to walk around all grubbed up and fucking, knowing that we worked hard all day, dude, 
because we got a couple of grand. I got a couple of G's in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? What's what's up? We 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 do it right, man. And we take pride in how hard we work, and we take pride in the money that we make doing this. You know? Yeah, yeah. So like down here in the south, there's no unions. Um, and, no, no, there's and, not. My girl, my girl's always like, "Let's move to Florida." I'm like, "No, no way, dude." Yeah, do you uh, want to say something about that? The 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 union uh, uh, ethos, like like. In comparison, like the union, the the idea of having a union um, helping the common good of the of the workers, as opposed to just no union. Yeah, yeah, man, you got it. I mean, for and it's not for everybody. I'm not one of those guys like, oh, you're not in the union, you're a scab. Like, no, that just does it. That's not what you do. Like, that's not. It does maybe just doesn't doesn't apply to your life. Like, maybe you you know I don't know your situation, but my situation. You know, dude, because we, yo, when you go to these massive jobs, when you go to the, you know, the whole, I don't know, the, the union is another thing I could talk about for days. So, yeah, you, it's for where I live, the cost of living in the Northeast is, is expensive. I live in Connecticut. It's one of the most expensive states to live in. You know, dude, we, we, we got to make good money because the cost of living is high, you know, and just that union protects you, dude. It's. They make sure that your shit is straight, man. And for dudes like, yo, and think about guys, you know, like, and we have like our forest, dude, we have four savings, man. We got annuity. We got a pension. We don't, I don't touch that shit. We don't, you don't touch your shit. All of a sudden you retire and you got fucking a million bucks in an annuity and you're taking in five grand a month on a pension. What's up? What's, what's, what's so bad about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. You worked, you worked hard your whole life, but if you don't mind hard work, if you don't mind hard work and you don't mind getting dirty, making money, dude, then come on over. You know, I got a spot for you. You know, your your uh, job site you you were showing the other day on the uh, storyboard is um is a is a is like a very rugged place. You also then work on the water. Um, are the two places close by, or like you got to travel between them? Yeah, I mean, like sometimes you got to travel. It depends. It all depends where the work's at. But uh, it's just, I mean, everything's re relatively close. Everything's, with, I don't ever work more than like an hour from where I live, you know? Can you give but us right a... What's up? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, can you give us a, um, a some uh, some beauty that you see on the water? You know, we're a water show. I want to, I want to... Uh, all I, kinds. I've, you have seen... I've seen, I, I, seen... Yeah, all kinds of shit, dude. I, it's, you know how it is, man. You're a water guy. What's not beautiful out there, dude? You know, sunrises, sunsets, out pushing a barge, dude, with your boys, with the grill fired up, man, on tow. It don't, it don't, get, man. I'm like, I, sometimes, like, when I'm out there, I sit back, I'm like, dude, I am just one lucky dude to be able to have this right now. Lucky, you know? Yeah, yeah, you, you love it. Um, can you, uh, can you tell us, like, one of your favorite spots to work? Dude, anywhere close to home. And, like, right now I'm working two miles from my house. So it's like, show. I don't even, I don't even have to wake up crazy early to go to the gym. I, it's, it's been great. I wake up crazy early anyways, but, you know, that's good. Anywhere close to home is good. Anywhere close to home. Are, are, are you finding that, you know, you're, you've been clean now for, a, for a, a good while. Like, is your job easier to do clean? Or is your training easier to do clean? No. Everything's harder. 
Yeah, everything's harder, clean. Yeah, it is. Not that it's harder, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, the, the drugs for me just made it all, I thought it made it all possible. I mean, I did, dude, I, I don't know. It's, I mean, you know, life is hard, dude. Life is hard. Life's a grind, dude. Going to work, waking up, going to work, handling the kids, coming home, got to train, got to do this, got to, oh, the fucking, you know, the fucking, uh, you know, the shower's leaking downstairs. Ah, like, you got to, you got to, dude, life is hard. And so drugs used to just, like, numb me from that. But, you know, it's it's good. I get by. I manage. I'm managing. I'm doing better than managing, so. Oh yeah. So life is better not getting fucked up for sure. For sure. And and you know? you've you've gone to a full straight edge lifestyle. Do I have do I have that right? Like you don't you don't partake in any beer anymore? Nothing or no like beers. No beers. No beers, no hard drugs. No smoke so, a little bit of weed. But sit. So in the, in the evening time you can uh you you can come down with like like how do you do it for those pe- those guys out there who enjoy the beers? Little monsties, bro. Shouts out. Shotgun a couple. Yeah, that's it, man. Nah, I mean I'm good, dude. I just I mean, dude. By the time I'm done doing everything I got to do, I'm like I'm gonna pass out anyways, and then one of my kids will wake up, and I'm like, oh fuck, dude. I'm I'm never like. I'm never wind. I'm never wound down. I'm either ramped up or I'm sleeping. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so just for context, for those listening, you have the two children. Now you have a baby and, uh, and your, your daughter, you have two daughters, right? Yeah. I have a one-year-old and a four-year-old. And, yeah. uh, and you attribute having the four-year-old to like you really getting serious, coming clean. Tell us a little bit oh, about yeah. that. And, uh, and your, your just father, your fathering philosophy. Um, fuck, dude. I my kids are everything to me. Everything I and my whole life revolves around them, and giving them just a great life, and 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 them having fun, and uh, them knowing what kindness is, what love is, and teach them about God, and just teach them to be good. And I just. Above all else, you know, I said, if I can just t- show her and tell her to do the next right thing, you know, and as she gets older, that is just so, and that's so, it's so easy. It's so easy. It's easy. It's easy said. And then once you practice it, you're doing the right thing. It really, it, it starts to get easier and easier and just being a good person. And, you know, so, and it's tough when you're not in a good place in your life, dude, it's hard to, it's hard to do do the right thing and to be kind and to be loving. And I'm just trying to show her and tell her, listen, you know, cause she's got, she's going to be wild. She's like me. She's got my brain. She's going to be wild. And I just want her to just know, man, she's loved. She can come to me and just be good. Just be good. You know? So I'm trying, man. I really am trying. And God knows I'm trying. I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to do the next right thing. Always. You know, you, you mentioned God. How does God play a role in in your life these days? I mean, he's I've always been I've always had a real, real, real close connection with uh with God always, even through it all. That's why I have what I have after I've done what I've done. You know, I've always I've always tried. I 
You know, I don't, I don't get what well, I don't talk about God. And I don't talk about money. Those are like the two things that I think are really personal. So like, I just don't, I don't touch too much on that. Uh, I am, I'm, I'm religious, you know, uh, I was born and raised Catholic. Um, yeah. So I just, I try to do the right thing. I have a, I have a pretty, pretty, pretty close connection with God. Pretty close connection, closer than people would even believe. So. <laughs> and they call you Irish. They call you the Irish. How did you get that nickname? Dude, I don't even know, man. My my dad's one of my dad's old partners used to like break my balls. Like, Irish bad boy. And like I hated it. And it stuck. I, I I don't even like that. I don't even like the nickname. Never <laughs> like never liked it. I don't even want a nickname. You know, but whatever. I uh I'm like more Italian than I am Irish. You know what I'm saying, dude? Like I just have them an Irish name. Uh yeah, no, nah, it's like yeah. there's no con, there's no context to it. If I could ditch it, I would, I would ditch it today. You know, tell the tell the announcers of Bellator next time, right? Yeah, I, I, I could tell them. I could, I could just be like, dude, I'm all done with that. I think I did. I think I did. I think my very first fight back, I didn't come out to Irish Brandon Ward. I don't think okay. I did. And then oh. it came back, and then also <laughs> like two fights, I was like. Irish brother, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I lost that shit. <laughs> All right, well, everyone heard it here first. No more Irish. Um, what, what's uh, what's Brennan listening to? What, what's on your playlist these days? Well, man, I listen to, dude. I listen to like a wintry mix, dude. I listen to, um, like I listen to some punk rock, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of hardcore, a little bit of reggae, a little bit of rap, anything but country. Really, I don't like not a lot of poppy shit. I don't listen to like the radio. Um, no, not much pop, not much, uh, no country, no pop, a lot of rock, a lot of punk, a lot of rap. Yep. Rap, you're, you're, rock. You're, you're yep. from the no Northeast. Uh, I, I'm, I'm from uh, DC originally. I'm, I'm a hardcore punk fan. What, what's, uh, is Earth Crisis in that list? No, no, not much Earth Crisis. No, Talking you might like, you might. Hey, you might you might like some bad brains, right? Yeah, yeah, love way. some bad brains. Yeah, and I minor like threat. Yeah, yeah, I like minor threat. Yep, like minor you like, threat. You like no effects? No, I, no, I mean I'll listen to them. Um, I think like I kind of like some West Coast. I was like kind of into Pennywise, like that. Um, like some West Coast shit. Um, I definitely like I I definitely like uh, bad brains. I love because I like reggae too. And, you know they got a great flow dude they they got it's a great I, I love those guys and then uh then i'll then dude i'll go through phases i'll listen to a lot of rap music you know um um like 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 guys like apathy and vinnie paz you know um some like some old wu-tang and shit and then you know then anything like sometimes like i'll be feeling like real thugged out so like i'll have like some push icy on you know what i mean like get, uh, it gets yeah. you hyped up you know but so a mix, anything but country, really. Yeah, I can see that. You definitely have the swag, the swag factor happening. Um, I'm before I let you, before I let you go, what do you have to say out there to to people who are struggling with addiction, who are in the in the throes of of pain, or maybe their family members are watching someone who is? Uh, how what's the road out looking like? The the road out. It's a long, shitty road. And you got to just be, it's like, it's not going to, it's never easy. It's never easy. And I, I mean, I can only speak personally. Like for me, why I got clean and relapsed, clean it so many times. You can, I could never get past like the two months. 
Because that depression lingers. The depression just fucking lingers and lingers and lingers. And you're like, it's never going to get better. You like have it in your head. I used to have it in my head. I'm like, dude, I'm never going to have my old energy back. I'm never going to have my old, like, I'm never going to get it back. I'm fucking, I'm stuck, miserable, and tired forever. And it's not the case, dude. It comes back. It does. It takes a long time. It's, it, it, it's like a year. You got to like say like, yo, like you're going to not be yourself for a year. And it's like a year's, a, it's a, it's a long time. It sounds like it's a long time, but that time's going to go by anyways. So you got to just like be okay with, 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 with feeling shitty for a year. So try to line yourself up. Like, like all right. So I, I, I convinced a kid to go to detox uh, last week or this weekend. I had a kid go to detox, a kid I used to not even get along with. I fucking, I, I didn't, I hated this kid. Couldn't fucking stand him. But he hits me up and he's like, hey man, I'm struggling. I'm like, all right, dude. I told him, I'm like, yo, get rid of that fucking apartment. Drop your car and your dog and your cat off at your parents' house and go to fucking, you got no kids, go. And he, he in, he's in, he's in detox right now. He's getting it done. And um, so it's just, man, line yourself up so you can, you can have the best shitty feeling life for a year. Like get yourself a job. That you're not, that you don't have to break your balls, like do it, and then just do it, and 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 deal with a shitty year. Like you did this, we did this to ourselves. Now you're gonna feel shitty for a year, you know? Hey, got it. You just gotta do it. If you want to do it, you'll do it. And that's the other thing. When people aren't ready, they're not ready. You're not ready. So, do they have to only hit? You know. Do they have to hit the rock bottom to 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 feel the ready? No. No. I don't know. Everyone's rock bottom is different, man. Everyone's rock bottom is different. You know, you got to start, you got to lose stuff that you love. You'll start to lose stuff that you really love. Not your fucking truck, you know, not your fucking apartment, not your, you know what I'm saying? Not your fucking, uh, not your KLX 110. I'm talking like you, when you start, when you're going to lose your family, maybe that's, that's, that was my rock bottom. I was about to lose my family. I was like, no. No, man. I lost all the Harleys, dude. I had fucking three Harleys in my basement. I had cars, trucks, turbo. I had everything. I lost it all, dude. I lost everything. I didn't care about none of that shit. What? This Harley? Dude, 2,500. They'd be like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, nothing. I need a bag. Like, that's what. You know it, G. You know it. Yeah, you're you're true champion. Um, you got only a few minutes, I understand. Uh, what do we have? 15 minutes? Yeah, 15 we can do, yeah. Sick, sick. Okay, so I I, I really want to get this this one this one question. What's your most re- memorable memorable? Just like you're on your deathbed, you're like that surf session I had back then was the sickest shit. What what was that surf session? Oh, uh, probably um, <clears throat> see, probably the first time um I surfed on the backside of Block Island um. I was probably like 18. Yeah, I was probably 18. And uh, we're, we're doing this roof, right? Me and my boy, Zach, my boy, Zach Mayo. And uh, we're working for my boy, Miles' dad, Mr. Washburn. So we're on this roof and we're doing what we're doing. We're doing our thing. And Mr. Washburn pulls up and he's like, yo, it's huge on the backside of the block. Let's go. We jump in his boat. He's got the tuna boat. When we when we anchor around the, bo- the backside of the block, I could feel like the ground swell, like being out there, you know, like we're getting all our shit ready. And all of a sudden the boat would just 
Oof. Oof. Like them, they were pushing, pushing. And I don't know. Are you familiar with Block Island at all? No, no. Tell me where it is. What, what, where is this? So, yeah, yeah. So Block Island, it's an island off of Rhode Island. And, uh, and on the backside there, you know, up against the bluffs, there's some nasty, 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 big point breaks, you know, when it gets, when it gets big, you know, so like kind of like any big point break on the East coast, you know, Rocky, you know, so they're kind of slow, but when they're big, like for me, if I'm going to serve a point break, it's got to be really big. You know, I can't deal with like the mushy slowness of those, but anyways, so we're sitting out and the water was so green. And, and you could see like these giant boulders, like fucking 10, 15 feet down. And it was just, it was just us three, me, me, Zach, Mr. Wash. And, uh, you know, it, it was wild. It, it felt like I was, it felt like I was nowhere near home, you know, and we were a freaking 20 minute boat ride off, off the, you know, um, as soon as you leave point Judith there. And, uh, yeah, it was sick, man. I caught a couple bombs real big, real kind of scary out there. A lot of sharks out there, you know, it was just one of those sessions where, like so much emotion was going. I was like nervous and excited and kind of like, oh, and, and you had to sit where we were sitting was right on top of these boulders. So like, you know, as the wave would start sucking up, you, you know how it is when you start from a point with them boulders, it's pulling and it's getting shallow and just these massive, you know, the size of VW bug boulders on the face and I'm pumping backside and I'm like, oh, we're trying to make these sections. It, it was good. That, that's probably my most memorable. You know, what? So, what are you riding in that in that situation back then? We're talking, I guess, uh, um, you know, fifteen years ago. Oh, I was riding a piece of shit. Um, I, dude, I used to ride. I still do. I ride whatever, like whatever I have on hand. Um, if I don't have a board with me, I'll I'll ride anybody's shit. I'm not. I've always been like so firm that like it, it's not the board. It's it's the surfer. Like I'll surf any board in any conditions. You know, and uh, I think that day. I was on a, uh, some weird, it was, it's like a, like a seven, it was like a seven, six. It was like a seven, six, like mini. Oh, you know what it was? It was a kid's long. It was like a board. It was a longboard shape for like a little kid, you know? So narrow, a little bit of rocker. It was fast. Cause it was super narrow. And that's, that's just what I brought out there. Cause it was big, you know? So almost using it like a gun, you wouldn't need a gun. Uh, like some top dogs probably be out there on a little potato chip and rip this. But for me, it was fun. It was a fun little board. Does your philosophy on boards go across the board sports? Like, does your does it matter about the skateboard? Does it matter about the the snowboard? Uh, snowboarding, anything firm. I don't like a lot of flex in my board. Like the board I was riding the other day was super flexy, like a noodle. I don't I don't really like that. So anything anything that's rigid and skate. I'm I am particular about my skateboards though. Yeah, I need a certain size, certain. You know, certain shit. You know, I need my shit. What, what's I mean, your skateboard? An eight, like an eight seven five, eight seven five. You know, pretty wide. You know. And and what's your but philosophy what, what, with your yeah, skateboarding? Yeah. What do you, like as far as what? Like 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 are are you like a street? You like ramps? What what's your what's nah, your game? Dude, I, like a little bit of everything. I I try to like be as well rounded as I can. I'm not a great. Like skateboarding is probably like my worst of the three of uh, of surfing, snowboarding, and, and skateboarding. I'd say I'm probably the worst at skateboarding, I, but uh, I, I love it. And um, you know, I say I'm the worst. So I could, you know, like if if no one's if you never skateboard and you watch me skate the park, you you probably be like, oh, that fucking dude's pretty good. 
you know, but it's like for my standards, I'm not where I would, where I would like to be. Um, I like to be able to flow and just kind of, you know, especially as of late snowboarding, skateboarding, surfing, I'm trying to like work on my flow and like my, even like MMA, I've been trying to be more like fluid. You know, I was training last night with my boy and uh, um, my boy, Ross Levine. He's the combat karate uh, world champ, Doc Turbo, I call him. Um, he's so smooth, man. So anything smooth. I've just, I've been trying to be more smooth lately, more fluid, skating, just trying to like flow more, keep my arms a little more relaxed, you know? So. Yeah, dude, I like, I was in the pool and I was thinking about, the, my questions for you and, and, and flow and the flow mindset was at the top of it. I'm glad you brought that up. How do you achieve that in your, in your day-to-day, in your sports? What's, what, what's your, uh, how does your mind get to the, get to the flow state? And oh, before you go there, like I, when I watch your fighting, like the ones where you win, you seem like you're so in the flow, you know exactly what that next move is going to be. And, and it shows, but the ones where, where you're like, where it didn't work out, like the, the decision wasn't there proper. And I think that that might go across to your board sports to speak to to the the concept of flow for us. For flow, like, like I'm a huge mental guy. So I got to be in the right state of mind. You know, when I'm, when everything's clicking and I do get into that flow, it's almost like the opposite of what you said. Like when I'm flowing, like an MMA, Dude, I, I don't know what's next, but I know I know my athletic abilities and like my not even skills, like my instincts. Dude, my instincts guide me. You know, I'm a really instinctual person and it's and I just do what I try to just let go and just do what is gonna come natural to me. Cause I can do anything out like in the I'm speaking about the cage right now. Like I there's no like technique that like I can't do. So if I'm in a situation and I'm like relaxed and I am flowing, dude, shit's going to come out that you didn't know I could do. Like when I knocked out the dude last year, you know, Sabah Hamasi, dude, we were up for fight of the year in 2023, dude. We were both just throwing and trying to kill each other. And you didn't have to, I don't have to think about it. Like when I knocked him out with a head kick or dropped him with a head kick, I wasn't planning on throwing that. I was planning on throwing a knee. So like I'm coming up with the knee, but he was too far away. So I just like extended my leg. And I, I never practiced that, but I'm an athlete. So that just that just is what happens. You know? And uh Yeah, so kind of being as comfortable enough to let it to let your skills come out. And I'm not I would say like like probably surf. I could relate to that more in surfing because you don't know what's coming like that way, especially surfing a beach break and it's a real crashy, dumpy beach break. You know, you don't know what section's gonna do what. You could be pumping, pumping. This whole thing's gonna, you know, this whole thing's gonna crash on you, or it could make it past the sandbar section, and now you got a nice gradual shoulder again. Now you could pump that pump across that shoulder, pump and find another steep section. So I guess like kind of going with the flow would be more would be like a surfing thing. Where the skate park, you pick your line and do it. You know. And and how do you find the flow in a practice session? having good partners, having guys you're comfortable with, you know, having guys that you don't, um, that like, say you're learning something new and all right, like, I don't like not being good at stuff. So I don't necessarily like doing a lot of new techniques because I don't like the learning curve. I don't, I don't like the process of not being good at it for a while. until you get good at it with practice. I want to be good now. And you know, it's crazy, dude. I'm starting to see that in my four-year-old already. Already, if she can't do something right away, 
she has like a meltdown. So I'm trying to figure how I'm gonna, uh, how I'm gonna deal with that with her, you know. Um, but that's that's another that's another it's another podcast. Yeah, bro. Like I've got I've got a nine year old and this he's a he's a boy and the same thing. If he if he can't do it immediately, it's like the world's over. I'm like, bro, you just learned how to throw a football. Like yeah. you. You yeah. gotta, you gotta take your time on this, dude. And listen, man, I think long and hard about that. I really do, because like my whole mission right now in life is to set my kids up. Not like, oh, I need to leave my kids millions. I want my kids to just be versed and know how to deal with situations and like see, see, ev- like see every situation and, and 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 know how to handle a situation. And so going back to like your son and my daughter who have like the little meltdown when they can't do something. Dude, I see the positive in that. That means they want to be good. Dude, there's dude, little Joey from down the block. He's out in the soccer field. <laughs> he's picking, he's picking dandelions, and he's having a great old time. He don't care how good he is. Dude, my daughter wants to be good. Your son wants to be good. You know, so if we can channel that and 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 try to deal with the with the meltdowns and try to deter those meltdowns from coming without being too like in their face, like, Hey, 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 when you feel like this Kova, you got to not blah, blah, blah. like, not like I gotta, I gotta try to enter it very peacefully and like maybe remove her if I have to. And that's what I've been doing. I've been removing her from those situations, you know, you know, maybe not the best thing to do, but I don't want her to feel, I don't want her to get overwhelmed by those emotions right now. That's the point. And, and on that note, how valuable to a person is losing and, the 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 losing part of life do you do you believe that that's a must i mean maybe for certain people you have maybe for certain people i mean everybody's gonna lose at some point you know everyone it's it's a part of it um you know everyone's gonna lose at some point how have you been able to handle your losses oh i just don't i'm kind of different man i don't i'm kind of different i i handle things a lot differently um got to move my car so i can break out the forklift um no i don't know dude i i used to not care um the only reasons like i i really cared about losing a lot is because i was so afraid about like how people like judging me and how i would look to everybody you know and like i'd be like embarrassed if i lost not like for my own shit you know especially if like i didn't train hard or dude i feel like i've never lost to somebody I've never lost to someone that I'm that was truly better than me in 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 every facet. I'm talking like and any loss I have, dude. I feel like like maybe Shlomenko at the time when I lost for the title, he had too much. He might have had too much for me. Yeah, can I out wrestle him? Yeah, but but he had a little too much for me. Um, but besides that, dude, you know, no what nobody really. I never really thought I could. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just moving so I can get the forklift. Yeah, yeah. What am I on top of? Hold on. I think I'm on top of something. Am I on top of the drill steel? I'm over in the yard just running stuff over. Are you sure? Am I on a chain? Yeah. Oh, what? The, what is that? Yeah. I lost you. I lost you. I think you're in my ear in the car. 
Brennan, Brennan, Brennan. Woo. Yo. Oh, you're back. You're back. Yeah, I'm back. I had to, uh, yeah, I was on, I was on top of a pick and chain, big old chain, a big old block of concrete in my little teeny, uh, Volkswagen golf, bro. You know, swag. So swag. Um, the swag it, golf, dude. the dad mobile. It, and I got to ask you a training question before, before you leave. You're, you're, you're 35 recovery. Uh, as I, as I also age is like a must, like how, um, how do you view recovery and, uh, and, and training and where in, in your training is your cardio and what are you doing? Dude, I don't, I don't even like hearing that number from you, dude, 35. Like when did Bro. I turn 35? Hey, 35 oh. is like, is like the freaking mountain. I'm, I'm 42. When I was 35, I was like, I was a, what, still, a Ferrari. Yeah. Did you feel? Did you feel that you were still? Did you feel like you were slipping at all at thirty-five? I, I like, was. Uh, bro, here, 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 here's my game. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, um, a cardio athlete, like a swimmer, runner, yeah. biker. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I see, I, I see all your stuff. I, I was running, uh, running these lifeguard comps and just crushing, crushing collegiate swimmers at thirty-five. Um, really? All right. Like, like, okay. like that was my deal. Like, like, and I did that for 10 years solid. And it wasn't until like 41 where I started being like, whoa, I'm starting to feel like this age thing. These older Man. dudes were talking about. So like yeah. when you, when you say that you're going to be champion in, in two years, I heard that interview like back, back when a couple months ago, like there's not yeah. a doubt in my brain that you can't do that. Like you, you can do that. You are cause you yeah. got the smart, which is scary, which is scary to me. It really is like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild. It's, it really is wild, man. You know, I, I, I don't know. So anyways, anyways, well, I got it. Yeah, I age, gotta forget yeah. about the age. For me, I don't think it's my age yet. I don't think it's my age. I think it's just injuries. You know, and I guess like with age comes injuries or oh, whatever they say, but like, as far as like my speed, dude, like my, like, I'm still fast. I'm still strong. Like I'm not as big. As I was when I was a kid, like in my twenties, you know, uh, like I'm also leaner now that I'm older. You know what I'm saying? Like I was never as vascular. Like all right, so right now, you know, I, and I do watch what I eat, man. Like not crazy, but like I'm not, I'm not crushing fast food every day. Well, I had McDonald's actually, dude. I've been eating fucking McDonald's, but I usually don't eat McDonald's and shit like that. And I try to walk around around like 185, 186, and. uh like, I was never this lean when I was younger, but I was bigger. But, uh, dude, just the injuries, man. The fucking injuries are, are what I think can be, like, mistaken for age, you know? Do, do you have a, a, a doctor you work with? No, I don't. I do, I don't do anything right. <laughs> Yo. Well, bro, Yo, bro I, check this out. So, so I'm, I'm prepared for this interview, and I got a, a doctor friend here locally. He's got 10 years on me. He's an expert surgeon. And he, and he's like, dude, yeah. you're, you're, you're interviewing Brennan Ward. And I was like, yeah, he's like, see if I could be his official doctor. And I was like, I'll, I'll pitch it to him. So I'm going to send you his email and you can make the decision. But this guy like does like the thing where you stick, he, st he spins your DNA, then he sticks it back yeah. into you. So you heal faster. Dude, people been telling me to do that. And yo, here's the thing, man, like the world that I'm in, like, yo, I, I'm not like, I'm not tied into like the, like the all like the pro, like the traditional pro fighters who just fight so they got their doctors their nutrition they got their shit dialed i'm dude i'm like a different kind of guy 
I don't know anything about the new medical stuff. I don't know anything like about that stuff. I just do, yo, I don't go to doctors. Like my elbow, I had to get an MRI on it, torn bicep, torn UCL. I'm like, all right. So I go to Doc Turbo. You know, he's a doctor of chiropractic, um, um, Ross Levine. And he's like, yeah, dude, we got to rehab it. And what, he's like, did they say you should get surgery? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I don't follow up on anything. And I just, I'm fucking busy, man. It got to work, dog, you know? So do you aspire to, 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 do, to do that if you want that title? Or are you just going to do it the same way you've always done it? Dude, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, I'm day to day. Some days I want to, like, be the champ. And some days I want to, like, you know, I'm going to Winter X Games this weekend. I want to, you know, hang out with the guys on Monster, dude, and go snowboarding and, like, and, and you know, tr- like, you know, do some training and have fun with this whole thing. Like, it's fun for me to be on Monster, dude. It's fun for me to go out to the X Games and, like, and hang out with – because those, those are the sports I like. The snowboard and the skiing, dude. All I love those events. You know, I'm not gonna go to a UFC fight or. I mean, like I'll go to Bellator fights because I support the boys, my my like my colleagues, if you will. But like, man, I I love I love like what I'm kind of doing right now, like doing some stuff, you know, with the snowboarding, with the skateboarding, with the surfing, with the fighting. You know, uh, it's funner for me, dude. Just being locked into the training mode all the time, dude. It's not fun for me. I just don't like it, and. uh like with the Logan, with the Storley fight, man, I wasn't into it the whole time I was training. Even b- I told you yesterday, even before I got hurt, I still wasn't into it. I wasn't going up and training with the guys I should have been training with. You know, I, I had the new baby, so like I try not to use that as an excuse, but it's hard. When Bro, you have number a new child. number like, number two oh. is another game. It's like having ten other kids. It's so Dude, hard. It's wild. Um, so so you got said, yeah, yeah yeah. Tell me. No, no, that's that's pretty much it right there. So yeah, like the Winter X Games. What, where are you going? Are you stoked? Like, what, what's the happenings? Yeah, man. I, so, so I had met, I had, uh, I had mentioned, you know, to the guys um, that, you know, like my dad and some of my, some of my other buddies I talked to. Um, I said, if I'm not fighting in February, I said I'm going out to Winter X no matter what. I was like, I'm going. I'm pulling up. Um, cause I love that shit, you know, and I've been just jamming work and jamming dad duty and trying to train and fix his fucking elbow. And I, so I told my wife, I said, yo, I'm going to go out there for a little bit and, uh, see these X games. And I was going no matter what. And then I, you know, I got in touch with the guy, my boys at monster and they're like, dude, come through. And my boy Hans and my boy Cody and Stu, these dudes set me up out there and, uh, it's going to be dope, man. It's going to be dope. Get some runs in. Um, it's in Aspen, uh, uh buttermilk in Aspen. So, so sick are you gonna be uh posted up on the instagram because I, I I love watching your stories dude oh yeah you, you oh, got yeah. a very very unique way of uh presenting your material and um and uh, do you have a philosophy behind your your social media uh work or are, are you you just post that shit up um no dude i just try to be real i just try to do like what i think i don't know man like i go through like spurts of it you know like I'll be real active on social media for a couple of weeks. Then I'll be like not feeling it. And when I'm feeling it, I'll just like make funny videos. You know, like, like yesterday at work, I thought that, so I'm driving that dump, this truck right here with the most rigid suspension you've ever seen. And I'm just like, it's Monday morning. I'm going down this bumpy ass road. Like I just throw shit like that up. And I get like the reactions I get from videos like that. And dudes are like, you got to make more videos. You got to make more videos. But it's it's tough, and plus, like my camera's broken. Only my front camera works, so I got to get a new phone. 
Uh, we'll yeah. see what's up, man. I do, yeah, li- I, I do like making funny videos. I know? love your work videos because they bring me to a world that I don't know about, and and uh, they're, they're they're awesome. Like that one this morning where you eat the booger, dude. That was that was. Oh yeah. <laughs> to yo, the moon, bro. Yo. Yo, I, I took that down. My boy's like, take that down, dude. Take that shit down. No, 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 dog. Um, I'm bummed. Bummer, bummer. No, yeah, but, uh, but, but like you welding, that was that was sick. Like, cause it shows the real you, and and that is the that's what we want to see out there yeah. from the people. Yo, and and you know what else, dude? Before I go, I got I got, I got like yeah two yeah you gotta left. go you gotta um, go. Yeah, but like the other thing with the content, maybe you give me some advice on this. Like I. I think too much sometimes about like what I'm going to post. I'm like, Oh, like, like, am I doing too much work stuff or like, you know, like to pe- like, I don't want people to, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think too deep about what people are going to think about the videos. You know what I'm saying? Rather than just like posting like whatever, you know, Bro. Like, I'll be doing something. I'll be doing something funny at work. And I'll be like, Oh, you know what? I, I posted a work video yesterday. So I, I, I shouldn't post another one today. You know what I mean? more 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 because people can decide not to watch it and and like i used to do that too hyper psychoanalyzing like what i'm putting out there it's like nah you you have this crazy thing in your hand that 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 can capture it and you just you just roll it you roll it you roll it and you put it out there you kind of have a motif yeah because i want to see more brennan ward doing whatever dude like that snowboarding clips from the weekend that was sick like on your trip going forward like i want to see everything so just keep posting. And uh, last question before you go. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, go, go ahead. Go no, no, ahead. What were you going to say before I go deep? No, what were you going to say? Before I, go, before I go out to X, I'm going to go, because I've been trying to get a new phone for like weeks now. I just haven't had the time. I'm going to go tomorrow, and I'm going to get a new phone cause, so I can use my, and I'm going to get, I'll get some sick videos at Winter X. I'll get some yeah, sick get, shit. Get, get the 15, because the 15 has insane, I don't know what you're working with now. The 15 has insane cameras. Yeah. Like, I got cameras over here, but I'm only really using my phone because it's better than all yeah. these cameras I have. But, uh, yeah. Yep. that. So, uh, here's the last question. What's the meaning of life, according to Brennan Ward? Dude, the meaning of life, that, you know, th- this this all came with being a dad. This is all new. I'm not up here preaching preaching gospel to people. Dude, I what works for me, and I'm the happiest is when I'm just trying to do the next right thing. I'm trying to do whether that's in the eyes of God for you or in the eyes of your family, whatever. You know, be true to who you are, whatever motivates you, whatever. Dude, just try to do the next right thing. Just just be a good person, be kind, be loving, show people love. If people need help, help people. Just be a good person, and then good things will ha- do. Good things happen when you're when you're being good. You know, one of the most, one of the most important people in my life. I don't talk to him. We don't, we we fell out of touch. Some shit went down. Still got so much love for this dude. My boy, Brandon, Brandon Muse. He used to just say, be good. Be, just be good. Just be good. And that was it. That's all he had to say. Cause I knew what he, he broke it all down and it, it clicked and just be good. That's it, man. Just be good. That's all. That's it. Brandon Ward, I can't. I can't thank you enough for joining us in, in these times, man. You, you've really brought oh, yeah. a level of, of knowledge to, to us all on a, on a super deep level that uh, only, only you can deliver. And uh, I, I really appreciate that. And the people appreciate that. And we wish you the best of luck. And we cannot wait to see you uh, achieve, achieve these goals with your life and your family and uh, keep up the really great work. Cause you're, you're, you're crushing it. Hell yeah. You know, it, brother, dude, it's been, it's been a pleasure, man. And, uh, 
if you want to get another one of these in, you know, after it after the X Games, whatever, man, I'll pop on. Hey, we'll do it on like a weekend, bro, where I can, where I can really sit down and we can get nasty, dude, uninterrupted, you know. I, I would love that. I would love that. It can go super deep. Oh, um, but uh, safe travels. Have fun out there, and um, we'll, we'll catch you in the future for a part two. For sure, bro. For sure. Thanks for having me, man. I'll talk to you soon.